Welcome, everybody, to Salute Your Sports. This is Scott. This is CVH. This week, we've got an NFL-filled show. Why should we? Why should we not have an NFL-filled Here's the thing, show? guys. I'm tied to the chair. <laughs> <laughs> There's eight TVs on. They're all playing preseason football. There's a lot of preseason football. I love it. I love it. I love Corey's everything about in it. it. It's not real football, but it's the most football I've had in a long time. It's true. And I'm excited. Uh, today, we got a lot to talk about. Before we get to it, Chris, where can people find us? Yeah. Uh, find us on Facebook. Search Salute Your Sports and give us a like there. Our website, saluteyoursports.net. Twitter handle, at Salute Your Pod. And you can find this podcast, if you haven't already. You mm. probably have. but yeah, I think you have. You know, share it out there. Like we are have. on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher. Nice. Yes. Chris, cheers. At Topo Chico. Topo Chico. Yeah, again, the sponsor of... Yes. Salute your sports, not really our sponsor, but, but if, I mean, again, if they want to send if us a they case, want to send us cases of Topo Chico, we'll gladly take them. We'll keep doing that. Mm. Mineral water. All right, here we go, guys. We did it last week. Our format, our hero, and our heel. I really liked it because it really cuts to the core of what Chris and I grew up with, which is wrestling. The hero mm. would be called the face, the right? Face, yeah. The face, but that sounds a little weird. Yeah. Yeah. The face. No alliteration. Yeah. 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 It seems strange. We're going to start with our hero this week. And it's Hard Knocks. It's Hard Knocks. Hard, Hard Knocks, Knocks is back. It's back in our life. Now, Chris, you just watched it. I did. I watched it yesterday. I watched it last week on Tuesday when it came out. It's Monday tonight. Why don't you take me through what jumped out to you at Hard Knocks this year so far? So far. Well, the one thing that, and I'm new, newer to Hard Knocks. Like, yeah. I never really paid attention to it. Did you ex- watch? Did you watch the whole Rams one or no? No, because you just, just like chunks of it. Because you didn't like it. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't well. Like it was such a come down from the right from Houston Texans. From the Houston Texans. I tried to describe to somebody the other day what Hard Knocks is like and why it's great. And I used Bill O'Brien's the example of Bill O'Brien when he's like yelling at everyone and makes them do push ups when they mess something up. And he's like, it's fourth down. It's, oh, God damn it. And he jumps on the ground and he starts doing push-ups himself. I'm an idiot. And he gets back up. (laughs) Like, that's all you need to know. Yeah. It should just be Houston every year. It should. Yeah. Uh, But it's not. Tampa Bay. But it's not. It's Tampa Bay this year. I'm excited. They're they're a hot team. I have a question. Yeah. Should they, can they just get rid of the pirate ship? Like, I feel like it's a casino. It makes it seem less cool. Am I weird? Is it weird? I kind of one of the things I wanted to bring up was the the aesthetic yeah. of the the offices and the training rooms. I mean, it's beautiful and all that. It's also beautiful, but it's also just like it's like a tick above the aesthetics of a Dave and Buster's. Oh, that's a great point. Like it's it's sort of corny. That's a great, it's that, not very cool or artistic. Yeah, but it is beautiful and shiny. It's beautiful and shiny. You're right though. It's not artistic. Yeah, and I thought that. Um, Dirk Cotter, his office. I thought it looked like a conference room at a La Quinta Inn. La Quinta. So I was, I was kind of like, ah. I like his football helmets. I think his football helmets are so great. So is that like every team he's ever coached? I think I don't know a lot about Dirk Cotter. Actually, I started to look him up during the episode, but then I got distracted by Gerald McCoy's uh, samurai outfit. Yes. So <laughs> I like Dirk to think of Dirk Cotter as less cool Pete Carroll. <laughs> Good way to put it. <laughs> Unbelievable. He is a less cool Pete Carroll. Uh, wait, that's what I want to know. Can't when is Seattle gonna let some cameras in? Because again, all or nothing. I don't know who's on it yet. Yeah. If it's Seattle or New England, I'm just gonna lose my shit. I watched Do Your Job today. Yeah, Do Your Job is great. Do Your Job's incredible. Yeah, I watched that a bunch of times. Well, I started. Do you want know to know how I started my day? Yeah, tell me. 
I was off today and I had some stuff to do, but I was like, I was reading an article about Tom Brady as I'm apt to do this time of year. And they were talking about the documentary, uh, the Brady six. And it's about the six quarterbacks taken before Tom Brady. Oh, I've, I've watched the Brady. Have you seen six? that? Yeah. It came out, you know, quite a few years ago, but he's rattling off the quarterbacks and he's literally crying while rattling off the quarterbacks. And I'm like, does he have tears in his eyes? Like he's, this is the only emotion he has. <laughs> I mean, at that point, he had at least three Super Bowls. Yeah. And he was still really mad about it. Yeah, that. still fired up. So, like those, like, angry tears. Oh, yeah. just... <laughs> he, had the, he had the, it was long hair, Brady. Ah, uh, yes. Yep. And he, uh, and then, like, I watched it on YouTube, because it's YouTube. And then as soon as it was done, it kicked right over to do your job. I was like, oh, Ooh, I was going to leave. leave for a little bit. I'm just going <laughs> to dig in and get comfy. It's It's great. It's it's great. And the whole time he's just yelling at Tom Brady. And it's just Brady's rookie year and he's like, "Brady, come on." And I think the the best thing about Hard Knocks and it's, you know, the documentary style of it is that football lends itself very well to to telling stories like that cuz it's so different from what we get during the regular season. Oh yeah. The, I mean, there's a narrative in the regular season, but by the time they get into the regular season, a lot of the the excitement and drama of the preseason is gone. Your team is your team. Right. And it's it's more attrition than it is molding. Sure. And like yeah. chiseling away and like yeah. taking this big group of dudes. Mm-hmm. And you know that like more than half of them will likely go home disappointed. It's crazy. Yeah. It's I mean, cut day is usually it's tough. Mm-hmm. It's tough to watch. Uh Dirk Hotter, really quickly. Yes. Was the head coach at Boise State before they were sweet? Okay. I, I take that back because he was there in 99. All right. So when they won the Humanitarian Bowl, they ah, won yes. it two years in a row. 10 and 3, 10 and 2. Was that played at their stadium? It may have been. Yeah. I don't remember. No. Uh, but then he took over Arizona State okay. in 2001. And that's why he has the uh, Pat Tillman mm-hmm. jersey up in his uh, his office. I I don't know what he's been doing since. He left Arizona in 2006. Arizona State, I should say. I think he won an NBA title with the Dallas Mavericks <laughs> in 2011. <laughs> uh, that's incredible. Wait, that's Dirk Nowitzki. Hmm. Uh, they I, do, know, I only know three Dirks. I only know three Dirks. I guess if you combine Dirk Nowitzki and Pete Carroll, maybe then you get Dirk Cutter. Maybe. Maybe. All right. So well, No, because that would be extra cool. It would be because, he, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. You know what, Chris? When you're right, you're right. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I got it. All right, so he leaves Arizona State in 2006, goes to Jacksonville in 2007. Okay. That's a way to get a head coaching job. Yeah. 2007 to 2011, offensive coordinator. Atlanta Falcons, 2012 to 2014, offensive coordinator. 2015, offensive coordinator, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and then got the job job. when Levy got fired. Got. So he must have been interim, and then- And then in. Yeah. Good for him. So can I tell you- I'm okay with him. So am I. No, yeah. I think he's good. I like him. Can I tell you my favorite part of the first episode? Bring it on. John Gruden. John Gruden, man. He was like, <laughs> he was happy to be in front of the cameras. Yeah. The man, it's, and they said it themselves. Like he, he goes into the QB office, the QB uh, room before they watch film. And he's like talking about like what they got to do when they did this and that. And then, all right, I'll see you guys later. And he walks out and Dirk Cotter goes, that guy misses ball, doesn't he? Yeah. You know, like it's <laughs> like it's clear. And it, everyone keeps asking, why hasn't John Gruden coached again? Do you think that it's 
like I've got a couple of theories. It's the sort of thing like you're you're a world class chef, right? Sure. And you you're well known. You like you, you prepare this steak dish that is just mind blowing, right. <laughs> but then you have a heart attack. Oh, and you can never like you'll never prepare it again because yep. you want to eat it and you can't eat it because it may kill you. That's a good point. And I just wonder if that's the thing. It's like with John Gruden's like, if I go back to coaching, yeah, I'm ten years older than I was when I stopped, yeah. I may die. Well, it's funny, and I think you're right, because he even said, like, I still prepare like I'm coaching. Mm-hmm. The preparation, but I think the stress of not coaching. And I just remember hearing stories of him, like, getting up 2 o'clock in the morning oh, after, yeah. you know, going to bed at 10.30. And, mm-hmm. and uh, oh, yeah. You know, I'm sure he's not doing that as a broadcaster. No. I mean, but you're preparing. I mean, you spend a week to prepare for a game, but it's not like you're working 14-hour days. What are those guys putting in? Like four or five hours yeah. watching game film, doing whatever. Though the Gruden, the Gruden quarterback camp is one of my favorite things on ESPN. It's yeah, that's a yeah. great, great piece. YZ banana, like I, when he's just like yelling at the quarterbacks. I I did. There was something a little strange about, and like he's a Super Bowl winning head coach, so yep, he's he got gets one. he's gets some carte blanche. Yep. But if you are not the coach of a team, yeah. But yet you're still smacking butts, yeah. with Players on the team. <laughs> Like, if yeah, you're they, anybody but John Gruden, that's super weird. But everyone's <laughs> way into it. Yeah. When he sees Deshaun Jackson yeah. and his brother Jay Gruden's the head coach of Washington, you know, he's, uh, he misses you out there. Yeah. And uh, Deshaun's like, yeah, all right, man. Thanks. Yeah. He goes, all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big gulps, huh? Big gulps, huh? See you later. All right. John Gruden. What would you guess his career, career I'm sorry, career, uh, regular season win percentage is? Let's say, let's say that. Overall winning percentage. What do you think it is? I'm going to guess 62%. Oh, okay. I'm okay with that. Yeah. He, well, 541. Oh, okay. So. Is that, okay. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, that's, uh, he's overrated. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The thing is this. You had a similar response to what I had. When I was thinking about it, when I when I first kind of thought about this question while watching Hard Knocks, what you remember and what I remember are his incredible four years with the Oakland Raiders. Yes. And then he gets traded. So they lose to the Patriots on the tuck rule. Mm-hmm. I believe it's the next season. So that's 2000, 2000? 2001. 2001. So then, yes, he gets traded. 2002 is his first season with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yes. He then immediately wins the Super Bowl. Yeah, because he took over for Dungy. Took over for Dungy. Mm-hmm. Dungy's team. Yep. But beat his old team, That's the right. Oakland Raiders, because That's he right. knew the team so well. Yes. That during and and the Oakland Raiders, amazingly, I think they were coached by Bill Bill Callahan. Correct. Didn't change anything about their playbook. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> Guys, we got this far, and then Gruden takes over at Tampa Bay. And then they play, they're playing Oakland in the Super Bowl, which is a dream scenario for him. And he is the scout team quarterback the entire week. He is Rich Gannon the entire week. Who's more athletic? Oh, probably, (laughs) probably, I would say Gruden. Yeah. I would say Gruden. And it's, and the understanding is that Gannon said when they were out there, they knew every play that they were going to run, like as soon as they lined up. So he wins that Super Bowl. And then he's there, and this is where it falls off. And then he's there for 
six more years. Wow. And it wasn't a really good six years. No. They had won the Super Bowl. Warren Sapp got older. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he was there. I mean, he was there at the exact right time. He was. Against the exact right, at least one time, the exact right opponent. Right. So I did like that team. So did I. That Tampa Bay team. So he was 40 and 28, including playoffs, in four seasons with the Raiders. Okay. And then, can I get his? I'm not good at math, so I have to figure out. I want to see what he... Okay, so then he was... 2002, they win it. 2004... 2005, I'm trying to see. So 2005, they're, 11, they're 11 and 5. 2006, they're 4 and 12. Oof. Yep. 2007, 9 and 7. So it was really up and down after that. It seems like he could never get the magic back that he had at Oakland. And I don't know what it was. I mean, he constru- I think he had a lot to do with like building that team. And then he went there and just kind of never got it back. So maybe he's just gun shy. It could be. Because he's highly 62%. Is what your guess was, right? Yeah. And my guess was similar. I was going to guess like 600. And I got to think that like any team looking for a coach yeah, would, if he, if he get called up and like, hey, I'd like the coach, they'd be like, all right, right, let's do this. Yeah. And I wonder like he was so magical at one point in his career. And Pete Carroll experienced this, right? Pete Carroll famously coached the Patriots prior to Belichick, get shit canned for putting up a basketball hoop and having fun. Like he was trying to have that culture there. <laughs> Goes USC, maybe commits some crimes, has great teams. Gets cool. Runs out of town. Yes. Like, it's literally like, like, oh. (laughs) Hmm. Nancy. There's this trail of kerosene behind me. Maybe I'll just drop a match and run. Load up the (laughs) U-Haul. Like, he always has a U-Haul parked at his house. Running. Right. Running. And then you remember when Carol went to Seattle. And I was like, ah. Like, I just think this is a like this is his next move to get away from what he left at USC. And then he was great. Immediately, it was great. Immediately, they yeah. were great. And sustained so, greatness. So, like, I, I don't know. I, I just wonder about Gruden, like, does, is he gun shy to see if he still has the magic? I, I always wonder in, like, a case like Gruden, if there's just, a like, a bunch of old coaches out there, yeah. like guys who aren't in the league anymore, they right. could be like... What if the four of us get together <laughs> right. and we just be co-head coaches? Oh, but the egos would get in the way. Yeah. That's the thing. At the end of the day, the egos, they could not coach together. Yeah. Um, so that's really fascinating. I don't know. I don't know if he's going to coach again. I know that he, I think he is as highly sought after as Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, I believe it. I would say they're like neck and neck. Yeah. Mind you, Jim Harbaugh is still cracking necks, but I think that just the... I don't know, like the the aura of them. It's very similar. So, John Gruden. John, John Gruden, Gruden could definitely be our hero of the week. Yes. You also liked Gerald McCoy. I like Gerald McCoy. I love Gerald McCoy. Let's pause for a second and think about the fact that we took Ndamukong Su over Gerald McCoy. Yes. Mind you, Ndamukong Su is still a better player. Mm-hmm. Just all world. Like, the guy's probably already on his way to the Hall of Fame. We'd probably still have Gerald McCoy. Yeah, and Gerald McCoy would be a fan favorite. Yeah. Yeah, he would because he's a you great know, dude. Like he he goes out of his way to carry his his mm-hmm. teammates equipment. I left my damn helmet on the field. Yeah, he's very <laughs> he's very pleasant to everybody. He's adorable with his kids. Yep, his son ki- his son is just his kids rocked whoop. up. Yeah, rocked up, ready to go. <laughs> like, what is he feeding that kid? <laughs> and then the kids just punching him. Yeah, and he's like, "Come on, man!" And he just, <laughs> just just going to town. <laughs> he's trying to put the shirt over his head, and his kids just like jacking him. It's great. 
I love Gerald McCoy. I love that he showed up in like uh, some sort of like samurai gear. What like what does he think? Because he went to Japan. He went to Japan, and like He's I'm like, always curious about people's experiences in Japan. Because, right. Like I work. With a guy, he's a tall guy, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Yeah, when I went to Japan, everybody's like NBA." Oh yeah, you know for sure. And so, what do you do if you're Gerald McCoy, right? And you're an enormously tall and wide human being? I will tell you a story. Um, at one of my at my my one of my former careers, um, a guy I worked with, blonde hair, blue eyes, like stark blue eyes, stark blonde hair, went to uh, Shanghai to construct a, a facility over there for our company. And he loved to like sit outside on a park bench and eat his lunch. And the first day there, like he's like, gets his lunch and he's like sitting there and he's like, oh, this is great. I'm in Shanghai. This is awesome. And while he's eating, people are walking down the street and they're just stopping and staring at him. And he's like, what? what's going on? And his buddy who speaks the language, he's there kind of there helping him Sherpa his way through working in Shanghai. He's like talking to the people on the street and they're like, what? they've never seen somebody with blue eyes before. And they've never seen somebody with blonde hair. And they're terrified of you. Yes. Or, or they're fascinated yeah, Call by down you. the lightning. So, yeah, I'm sure your buddy, like, yeah. totally. Mm-hmm. Like, you go there and you're, you know, over five foot seven. Like, they're going to be like, holy smokes. Yeah. I got to go to Japan. <laughs> Tom Cruise, baby. <laughs> yeah. Feel tall. Um, yeah. I, so, Gerald McCoy, I'm sure they saw him and were like, what is this majestic beast? Yes, this you is know? our guy. This is this is our man. And then he left part of the outfit back at the back at home or something. He's like, I have a I have a belt for my robe. And a fan. You know, and, and a, a fan. fan. That's right. My other favorite part of them checking into the hotel, which was as gaudy as as their practice facility, was Jameis is checking in. And she's like, Do you do you want to get double double uh points for your room by like upgrading? And he's like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Like I'm Let like, hey, those points. Hey, I really like pragmatic Jameis Winston. Right, he's driving like a pickup truck. He's getting double points. Hell yeah, you're getting double points. Sure, I literally when he said yeah, I like fist pumped. I'm like, you get those. Points. Well, here's the thing, he's getting double points because they're only cleaning his room every three days. <laughs> that was it. That's, that was it. That's what I want when I go to that a hotel room. I, I like, you know, I don't want to have to leave that do not disturb thing on That's the right. door. Like, can I get I, that everywhere I go? Yeah, I like, can I get credit? <laughs> For like you not doing your job, because I don't want you to do your job. Like if it's I'm in a ho- if I'm in a hotel room for two nights, yep. maybe three nights, right? I don't want anybody in there. Right? That is my space. I agree. It's the opposite <laughs> of Bill Belichick. Don't do your job. Right? Give me the points. Give me points. It what seems- can I use this for? Can I get Snickers in the gift shop? <laughs> Whenever I'm extended staying, the gift shop is always the word. Like you know, it's like midnight coming back to the hotel. Uh, it looks like that's like a frozen pizza. I'll take one of those. Yeah. Right. That's your, that's your, that should be called your, your, your failure to pack correctly shop. A hundred percent. Oh, $17 for a toothbrush. <laughs> Here we go. And I, my last extended state, like I had a fridge in the room. I like every, I could have, I could have prepared almost every night. I was like, that Snickers looks really good. All right. How much is that thing? <laughs> um, and the, and the front desk clerk knew it. He's like, oh, you're such a sucker. Yeah. Um, you're one of those you're one of those but that's what i liked about Jameis. we don't i don't know a lot about Jameis. not a tampa bay fan so it's not like i watch a lot of interviews with him um clearly had some issues with crab legs when he was in college but whatever he's a kid who hasn't seems like a really great guy yeah seems like he's got his head on his shoulders and the whole episode 
it, they're really louding Jameis Winston. Like, he's the man. Like, he's, and what I really love too is his practice jersey, because their uniforms are red. It's the orange. It's the or It's the yeah. creamsicle. I love that. Um, they're really louding, like, his leadership and his ability and this and that and this and that. And at the very end, the last practice, he's just getting screamed at for doing things wrong. And I'm like, where's this going? <laughs> like, am I, is he really bad all the time? And you're just showing us a small snippet of it? Or are you trying to show him being humble? Like, I didn't understand that. Yeah, it seems like he's having a rough day. Seemed like it was a really rough day. Um, which I think is, you know, the... Part of playing in the NFL? The the advantage that this version of Hard Knocks, I think, mm-hmm. has over the Houston Texans version... Sure. ...is that, and even last year with the Rams, like, mm-hmm. like he's he's a guy that can be a top 10, top five quarterback in the league. Oh, for sure. He's got, he's got the goods. Yep. Whereas, you know, Houston Texans. What do you got? Yeah. You had Mallet and. That was Mallet and, and uh, Brian, Hoyer. Brian Hoyer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. It was really, if you think about it, this is the first hard knocks. I mean, cause I haven't watched all of the hard knocks. I didn't really start. I didn't start again until I think the Texans won. But this is the first one in two years where we see there's like a star, like yes. a star quarterback. Mm-hmm. Like this, this is it. Because yeah. I, I big got, expectations, yeah, star quarterback, right? First, and, first overall pick, and you don't know how much you're going to get because though I want the Green Bay Packers and I want the Patriots and I want the Seahawks, the likelihood of those teams ever letting the cameras in are slim to none. Yeah, there's no incentive for right? them to yeah take that risk. Yeah, so for all of these, even all or nothing, because it went. Cardinals Larry Fitzgerald, which mm-hmm. is great, but again, star quarterback. He had Carson Palmer. It's like a star, like a star quarterback ten years after you know he, like after Kimo Van Olhoffen blew out his knee. Like that's <laughs> if you got him pre Kimo Van Olhoffen, superstar. Yeah, that knee injury. Talk about derailing a career. Like it's incredible. So I like it. It's good times. I'm giving it a positive. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I'm excited to watch more production. Level was uh, outstanding. Oh yeah, it gets better every year. Oh yeah, uh, the, you know they got drones, they got handy cams, <laughs> they got steady cams. You name it, they got a cam. They got a you cam. knew it. They got a cam. For Think it. of a cam. They got a Cam Newton. They got a Cam Newton. <laughs> cam Newton told the cam. Yep, I've got a name for you. I want okay. your reaction. That name is Riley Bulla. Okay, tell me what you think about Riley Bulla. Um, it was a roller coaster of emotion. <laughs> You've got some history with the Bulls. Yeah, I think that, you know, for the last decade, as a Michigan fan, those mm-hmm. long-haired maniacs have been <laughs> running roving, around. Roving the other side of the yeah, field. And, and like, trying to take out my quarterback. Oh, yeah. Uh, not just the last decade. It's yeah. the Bola brothers. I believe their dad and yes. uncles. And then their grandfather. Yeah, I think they're third generation. Third generation. Spartans. Gross. And so, like, at first, I was just like, ugh. Yeah. And then, like, he was, like, yammering away out there, and I was just, like, double, ugh. <laughs> and then, like, I started to watch it, and, like, he got he got dapped up in the, oh, yeah. in the conference room. And at the end, I was like, you know what? Who am I to take money out of this guy's pocket or, or wish ill upon this guy? Like, Let me give you an example. He's an undrafted, like, this is the guy you should be rooting for. Right. He, to me, holds the same place in my heart that Mike Vrabel does. Okay. Ohio yeah. State Buckeye. Yep. Huh. Yeah. Right? Hate it. Damn if I don't love Mike Vrabel. Yeah. That guy's great. Yep. You're not working out here. Your parents worked. This doesn't work. <laughs> I mean, it is Mike Vrabel. People are people are getting concussions and dying, but whatever. It's he has the same aesthetic, mm-hmm. you know? And I like him. I like Riley. I like I mean, like, he's got a hell of a voice. Oh, that he was, can sing. That was a great moment. That whole thing. I <laughs> that the talent show 
with um the muscle hammer yeah or with the no not uh the what is it muscle hamster what's his nickname what's his real name doug ball not not doug baldwin yeah doug doug baldwin no doug right? baldwin plays for the Seahawks. no uh, doug uh <laughs> running back right yes yeah Doug He had a Martin. shirt on it. Doug Martin. He had a shirt on it says like it's a Doug thing. It's a Doug thing. <laughs> and he would jump up and he had a broom and he would be literally sweeping people off of the stage. Like it was great. Uh I love the rookie hazing. I love the rookie talent show. I think every hard knocks should have the rookie haircuts. It better have the rookie haircuts, because that's also incredibly fun. Uh but I think we're in for a fun season. Yeah, it should be good. I'm really intrigued to see more of what Dirk Cotter is like as a head coach. Yeah, get in the games, get his get his team shaped a little bit more. Yeah, I wasn't impressed with the cuts he made. Like, no, the one thing I don't want to hear is nothing you could have done about it. It's I like, know. Why the fuck was I even here then? <laughs> Why did you invite me if there's nothing I could have done about it? <laughs> I knew you'd be mad about that. Yeah, you're right. He was too nice. Yeah, it's, it's like it I, is. What did Moneyball teach us? Yeah, it is a professional sport. Yep, you got to be able to just cut him, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and he wasn't able. Thanks to. for your effort. Mm-hmm. Better luck out, you know. Hey, you know you luck. put you put in some good film. Mm-hmm. Good luck in on another team. Not like, hey man, I, there just wasn't anything you could do. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. This is my fault. It's like what? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. No. No, I should I should have told you. <laughs> I should. You're you're you're. you're I, listen, it's my fault. You're too slow. <laughs> <laughs> I winked at you too many times. I, I get it. Yeah. I got your hopes up. I yeah. get it. No, you're right. He wasn't able to. You got to rip off the bandaid. Yep. And we're gonna see that this week. Yeah, it's, it's already be. leaked that they've uh, they have they have cut former second round draft pick Roberto Roberto Aguayo. Sounds about right. I don't know the kicker. What does he do now? Oh God! Well, he didn't even play the first year. Yeah, he had to go see a sports psychologist because he couldn't kick. It's wild. They drafted him with a second round draft pick. It's just wild. Who made that call? Yeah. Is that person still there? I hope not. Who was their GM in that? They fired him out of that cannon. <laughs> <laughs> It's incredible. I'm serious. I don't know what it is about the pirate ship, but it seems a little. Listen, if that, I, I'll, I'll give you this. Yeah. If they were anywhere but Florida, I get it. That thing would have been it. gone. I get it. Years ago, but Florida. Nope. Anything goes. Anything goes. Do they have a live gator on the field for for the Florida Gators? <laughs> I don't think so. Would it surprise you if they did? No. No. Okay. They play in the swamp. They invented Gatorade. That's all you need to know. Live Gators. Okay. That's our hero of the week. Yes. And hopefully our hero of the offseason because we don't have real football for another couple of weeks. So I mean, Four weeks from yesterday? Or no, it's... Uh, so it's three weeks from Thursday, I think, is the first it. game, right? I can't. My heart can't take it. Yeah. Preseason football is on yesterday. We're going to get... There's a lot of stuff to get to get through before then. We got... Uh, you know, we got college football starting up. We got, Wouldn't it? That starts sooner, right? I think that's September 3rd is the first Saturday. Who's Michigan playing a cupcake? Florida at, <gasps> at Dallas in, in AT&T Stadium. Is that a night game? Yeah, 8 o'clock. Oh. Yeah. Wait, what day? Saturday, no, uh, September 3rd. Oh, sweet baby Jesus. Yeah. I got I to gotta get ready for this. That'd be good. Florida just announced they suspended seven players, including their top playmaker, for that's right. like, s- scamming the school bookstore or whatever. That's right. Yeah. I want to win straight up. Come on. Yeah. All right. Whatever. Well, Jim McElwain, you know. Oh, Jim McElwain. Pulled himself out of a shark. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Jim. 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 You got to put clothes on, Jim. Yeah. Jim. Get out of that shark. Get out. <laughs> Dismount the shark, Jim McElwain. Oh, God. I love it. I can't wait for Jim McElwain on the sidelines. Just uh, <laughs> like a shark. <laughs> All right. 
I'm just coming up behind Jim, stop it. So that was our hero. Hero. I mean, football's our hero. It's it's here. Yep. I'm I'm getting all tingly. Who's our heel this week? Our heel. Also football. Also football. <laughs> so look. We gave the NFL a hard time last week. Well, I think we gave the Dolphins and Jay Cutler a hard time last week. Yep. Two weeks ago, we went pretty hard. We were pretty ham. Player with, safety stuff. With concussions. Which is still a huge issue. Still a huge issue because today, Roger Goodell came out and said, it's the safest time ever to play football. Hmm. Are you fucking crazy? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, understand. man. And his reasoning was, my daughter plays rugby and they still don't La- have helmets. Lacrosse. Lacrosse, whatever. Yeah. And they still don't have helmets on. Really? Was it lacrosse or rugby? It was lacrosse. I think his daughter plays rugby. Oh, okay. All right, whatever. Yeah. Still. And they don't have helmets on. At least we have helmets. Well, they're not battering <laughs> them into each other. Right. You've had a, <laughs> at least we have helmets. You've had helmets for, you know, forever. Forever. Hundreds of years. Yeah. So he, it's a stupid comment. It's a stupid video. If you guys want to see it, it's stupid. It makes no sense. But, again, whistling by the graveyard. More importantly, in the heel category... We have the NFL's handling of the Ezekiel Elliott situation. Yes. Chris, this um, domestic violence mm-hmm. was supposed to have taken place last July. Summer of 2016. 2016. Yes. Ezekiel Elliott has been suspended for six games. Has Ezekiel Elliott been convicted of anything? He was cleared of the charges. Okay. Yeah. So why is he suspended? Well, I was reading... Uh, McCann, the SI yeah. guy, Brian. No, that's the Tigers catcher. <laughs> John McCann. Maybe. Ah, uh, 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 McCann. He's hey. a lawyer who writes for SI. Ah, uh, McCann. A sports legal matters. And his, he essentially broke it down into two things. This is a workplace suspension. Oh, so the wow. NFL is a workplace and you have to conduct yourself hmm. in a certain way to be there. Okay. And he and noted again that like per the NFL constitution, which all the owners had to Agree to. Agree to. And I believe the NFLPA signed off on as well mm-hmm. that Roger Goodell himself has unilateral ability to enforce the rules. But he didn't take part in the investigation. He did not. And it was a doozy of an investigation. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it like a 160-page report or 160-page report. Um, Ezekiel Elliott has come... Yeah, they're going to they're gonna appeal it. I think they can appeal it. Uh, Shooting for four games, probably, right? Yeah, get it let... Or, or who knows? We'll see. Right. We'll see. Um, getting getting a reduction, getting a... Um, you know, who knows? But they're, they're, the problematic thing about this, and I, I want to very carefully remove myself from sure. the Ezekiel Elliott portion of it. Sure. He's been cleared... Yeah. Of the, he's been cleared of the, of the uh, you know, the alleged crime. So that's... That's fine. I'm not going to speculate on what happened or what didn't happen. Right. Whatever happened between him and his ex is what happened between them mm-hmm. and et cetera. But the the fact of the matter is the NFL has done this stuff before mm-hmm. with Ray Rice and handled it badly. Yeah. And oh, yeah. the other thing is, is that it's very clear. I don't know who pointed this out, but very clear that they withheld announcing the suspension. Yep. Until after the Hall of Fame game, so that Jerry Jones wouldn't freak out about it when he had a, an open microphone during his <laughs> Hall of Fame induction speech. I, I mean, I mean, that thing was 35 minutes long. If they had, you know, announced suspension before, it would have been 35 hours. It would have been longer than Schindler's List. Yeah. For sure. He, I mean, you would have, 
you would have seen grandstanding like you've never seen before in your life. Um, it's just weird to me. Like, okay, so it's an office decision, right? Like, it's a business decision. Yes. Because he's a member of this organization. And so they're suspending him for the actions of not being. Of, you know, sort of tarnishing the. The shield? The yes. Okay. What's the suspension for smoking weed? I believe it starts at four games. Okay. And then escalates from there to maybe eight and then six, like a full season. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's interesting to look at, like, look at it with the the deflate gate yeah. stuff. Four games? Four games. For a deflated? For, for a deflated. Well, I mean, for, for something that there's there's literally no... Like evidence. Hard evidence right. that, that something bad happened. Who's the last NBA player suspended? Can, do you remember? Uh, Joakim Noah got suspended for... For drugs? Substance abuse, I believe. Um, you know, he was injured. Like, well, it happened. Right. But, uh, so, I mean, there's a handful there. And, like, I get it. Like, there's a drug policy in the NFL. And, like, if the drug policy is strictly enforced, then, okay. You know, you know. Right. You know what you're getting into. It's just everything is so murky. It just doesn't seem like there's a lot of concrete direction for discipline in the NFL. And, you know, like, if there's domestic violence, sure, somebody should definitely be suspended for that. Well, it took them forever to figure out the Greg Hardy stuff. Oh. And that was like very clearly yeah. awful. Yeah. I'm sure Greg Hardy was like, yeah, did it. Yeah. You know, like, I'm like, it just doesn't make sense to me. The whole thing doesn't make sense. So there's either, there's knee jerk reaction, which is Ray Rice, right? Mm-hmm. Which was one game suspension. And then the video comes Two out. Games. Two games? Yeah. Two games. Yep. And then the video comes out. And it's like, well, that's. Well, but the video, they they had known about the video. Forever. Right. Right. Well, it just came out publicly. Right. And then they were like, oh. Did, oh, no. Did they? <laughs> what have they, we done? But they didn't. Did they readjust the suspension after that? Yeah. That they like. Did they kick him out? They kicked him out. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Lost his gig. And he hasn't come back. No. He's gone for a year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they destroyed his career. Right. In like they. <clears throat> by. By not suspending him fully with the evidence they had. Right. They made the fallout even worse for him. Right. When it came out. Well, what about, so then you have that, but then what about like players coming in to the NFL? Joe Mixon, is it Tyreek? Tyreek Hill. Hill. Mm-hmm. You know, are, the, are, you, are you willfully tarnishing your own image by bringing those people in? Like, where do you draw the line? That's what I want to know. Yeah. I mean, this Domestic is- Domestic violence is terrible. Right. Across the board. But is it, should it be like zero tolerance? I think so. Right. I, I think, I think that's part of the problem is, is it just has to be, well, that's I mean, there's a danger to it because right. Ezekiel Elliott, part of his appeal strategy is going to be that this, this woman that he allegedly struck mm-hmm. had threatened to ruin his career. Sure. And there's some evidence to purport that that's, that's true. Sure. And so if you make it zero tolerance, then how do you deal with, you know, all of the incoming? I would say to me, zero tolerance is, has somebody been charged with domestic violence? Yeah. That's it. Right? Like, 
Yeah, if, per- a cop, if, if the police force thinks mm-hmm. that think they have enough evidence to pursue this charge, then... Then I would assume that... He's gone. Right. The NFL would be like, okay, that's it. You know, because the, NF- the NFL has a domestic violence issue. Mm-hmm. Clearly. Yeah. Um, but again, they have guys playing... But they won't let anybody smoke weed. They won't... Exactly. <laughs> Stress is just building up. Mm-hmm. They're, but they're openly drafting people who have been convicted of domestic violence and saying that's okay. Yeah. Like, oh, if the team wants to draft them, that's the team's decision. Right. But this wasn't the team's decision. This is the NFL's decision. So they're very murky waters. Yes. What I'm getting at is somebody should take control of the NFL. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is like Roger Goodell is awesome at making these owners a ton of money. Right. Why can't like and it's this is the same the co-head coach thing. Like I'm sure right. there's a big ego thing for him that he's the he's the head dick. Um <laughs> but He's like, wait, I have like to give he's a good. Sh- he's really good at this one thing. Yeah. And this one thing is like 95% of what the owners care about. Right. And then there's this other thing that's like 5% what they care about, which is their image. Right. Because they don't give a shit because they make all the money in the world. So they're, they, you know, they make their image what they want to make it anyways. Exactly. Like, can't, can't you get like an, a, an, like a, an Adam Silver, like a guy who's going right. to, you know, like, here's how we're going to treat our players. Mm-hmm. Um, when they behave badly, here's how we're going to protect them. Yep. Here's all these things we're going to do. Yeah. Everybody's going to know where they stand. Right. The second they come into the league. Right. And you know, that's all I'm asking for. Yeah. Transparency and level setting. Mm-hmm. Like if you do this, then this. Right. Not like okay, well, and their argument will be well, well domestic violence is six games. Yeah. Okay, but again. Yeah, I mean that's the. You've been investigating this for a year. The guy already played a full NFL season, and now he's suspended for six games? Right. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, he was cleared almost an entire year ago. Right. Last September. Right. So, yeah, I, I just think, I think if there's domestic violence in the NBA under Adam Silver's watch, I'm sure there would be a very clear delineation of what's happening. Mm-hmm. Yep. This happened. This is a repercussion. Right. And that's because, like, the players and the league... Have I mean obviously there it's never going to be perfect, but they have a partnership. Right, they need each other. Right, in the NFL, it's just like, oh man, right. What are you going to do if you don't play for us? Right, get out of here. Yeah, you go play in Canada. No, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> you gonna win a Grey Cup or two? Be my guest. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just really, the NFL is always sort of sickening. Mm-hmm. Um, and this just adds to it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you can watch it in a bubble, it's a great thing. Yeah. If you can. What makes me happy is Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah. <laughs> Odell Beckham Jr. constantly lights up the internet mm-hmm. with his catches. And today was maybe the most ridiculous one. He's being covered man up by Janoris Jenkins, running to the end zone at practice, leaps over him, and one hand catches the ball and then brings it back around. Yeah, And Janoris, who's a really good player... Is completely helpless. Yeah. And everyone's going nuts at practice and everyone's going nuts online. House of highlights going crazy. But again, we talked about this last time. It almost seems like he's going to get a stern talking to for being really fun. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, like highlight that stuff. Right. Like that was incredible. Mm -hmm. That really made my day. My Twitter feed was just on fire with that clip over and over and over again. And it just kept, I kept seeing the clip and I just kept watching the clip because it's so much fun. Right. And that's the th- like people are like, oh, it's just practice. He's goofing <laughs> off. It's like, yeah, but you know what? 
if everybody could do that, right. they would. Right. <laughs> and they can't. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's not like, you know, like you go to the you go to the NBA. It's not a great one to one comparison, but it's like Zach Levine. Yeah. Like looks uh. He's not as good as Odell Beckham is at his position in right. the NFL, but he looks different from every other player in oh, the yeah. league for the things he can do physically. And nobody gets on his nuts for no. for dunking in practice. He or, wore a Looney Tunes jersey in the dunk. That's yeah. literally a dunk contest. Yeah. Like there should be a one-handed grab contest. Sure. Like Absolutely. that would be great. That'd be way better than the Pro Bowl. Right. <laughs> we we ha- if Salute Your Sports does anything for this world, we have to abolish exhibition all-star games yeah they're terrible in every sport including the nba which we love but all-star saturday weekend leading up to it skills competitions all in Mm -hmm. yeah we gotta go we gotta emphasize that the the skills competition is the all-star weekend that's it yes not like everyone gets a trophy everyone gets to take part no just celebrate the best of the best yeah or like the way to do it like like i get some hockey in here (laughs) i always thought that the nhl all-star game should be the teams trade off like five on three advantages. So I like for that. five minutes, yeah. you've got five on three. Right. So you can just see this like crazy bonkers skill right. in a thing in a you know, a format that would that ri- that's part of the game but would never happen for that extended period of time with that level of talent. Sure. And then the other team gets it. And the right. NFL, like or the and the NHL has gone to like three on three, like mm-hmm. a tournament style all star game. That's what that's what that's what all star game and exhibition games yeah. have to be. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I want to see like I want to see Major League Baseball players. I want to see them play wiffle ball. That'd be or, great. You know, or, you know, that would be incredible. Play softball. Just something totally no, you're right. crazy. Yeah. We're... Or give them metal bats. Oh, my God. That, <laughs> someone would die. Somebody would die. I'm sorry. The metal bat. Oh, it would just be so there'd be a hole in somebody's head. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I just I was just so happy and joyful to see Oda Beckham Jr. Just completely clowning his teammate. Um, and he's been doing it nonstop. Mm-hmm. Like the one handed catch, I thought they were crazy last year. They're even crazier this year. I think at some point he's just going to go Super Saiyan and like spin himself into the ball. Like, well, they got to, and they should be treating him like, you know, they should be going to Odell. You saw what Steph Curry did in the warm ups, yes. right? Here's what we're going to do every every day, Everyone's every in game early. in the warm warm up. They're going to be there to see you like catching the ball like five feet away from right. the the throwing machine, right? Doing crazy one handed stuff, and you can still have the Bill Belichicks of the world mm-hmm. because there's still the Greg Popoviches of the world. Yeah, where they open the, the the doors early for Steph Curry, and he's like, "Yuck!" Right? Stop it. Mm-hmm. Why isn't there a seven point shot? <laughs> <laughs> I love crotchety Greg Popovich. Do you think Popovich and uh, Belichick have ever been on a flight together? Can you imagine? On a flight together? Yeah. Just all the wine and talking about history. <laughs> and just like yelling at like people for doing their jobs correctly, like mm-hmm. the stewards and the stewardesses. You're doing a great job. <laughs> you, more peanuts. You, less <laughs> chatter. You know, like they're just yelling at them. <laughs> uh, Chris, I want to... I want to dive into preseason football. Should I clear out a little bit here? I got to clear something out. Let you get iso ball. Iso ball. Hero this is ball. me. This is me. We're gonna. This will be my segment called Court Complaints. Um, <laughs> There's only ever one topic. <laughs> his name's Matt Stafford. So the Lions had a preseason game uh, yesterday. Uh, is it like 1.30 p.m.? So I wasn't watching. I was out and about doing stuff with my lady. Um, but I recorded it. But... Of course, I get updates on my phone, right? 
And the game starts at like, they probably like kicked off at, I think 1.30 was the, I think they probably got going at like 1.40 p.m. At about 1.50 p.m., I get a notification on my phone that Matt Stafford has thrown an interception in the preseason game. And I'm like, well, this can't be good. Like all, all the guys been working on is like protecting the ball, right? Like he went to California to some quarterback camp, which kudos to him. Yeah. They were working on footwork. They were working on like shoulder, like where his shoulders are and how he opens his chest. And they're like little tweaks. We're working on making them better. And in three plays, he had two completions and an interception. Yeah, everybody gets throwing a catchable <laughs> ball. That's something. And then he comes out of the game. Now, look, those of you who listen to our show, you know I don't like Matt Stafford. And I'll tell you why. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dig into it. Um, one is the money. If he was yes. still on a rookie contract, I'd be like, okay, whatever. Like, we can figure this out. Maybe he'll get better. He's like 30. Yeah, he's been here for a while. I don't think he's getting any better. I, he's had, like, marginal increases over the last couple of years. So, let's look at it. All right, so. He's been around since 2009, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, sounds right. Quarterback rating, which is an interesting stat, but I think one that, like, you know, can give you an idea. Like, there's two things you can look at. You can look at completion percentage. You can look at quarterback rating. Uh, I would say he's averaged 86.8 okay. for quarterback rating. Not great. Not terrible. He started in the 60s as a rookie, jumped up to the 90s. What are his last five years? You ready? Yeah. Here we go. His last five years are uh, 2012. So 79.8. So 80. Okay. 84. Okay. 85. 97. Mm -hmm. 93. All right. So I think they're okay, Mm -hmm. right? Touchdowns. Last five years? Yeah. 20. 29, 22, 32, 24. Interceptions. 17, 19, 12, 13, 10. So he's gotten better. Yeah. Do you trust him to be the highest paid player in the NFL? I know it's difficult because yeah. it's cyclical. I'm not as... You're not as against him as not I am. as against, against him as I am. And I do think that the there have been examples of quarterbacks... Who've gotten better as they've aged. Okay. Now those examples are guys like Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. <laughs> well, who have won playoff games. Who have won playoff games. And or Super Bowls. Yes. But they've also had much better coaches and much better players than well, maybe not much better players, because Stafford had Calvin. Let's get into this. Let's get into this this discussion. So so but here the yeah, well, go ahead. before I lose the point. Go ahead. If if he becomes a guy who for the next five years of his career can maintain that 30 to 35 touchdowns mm-hmm. and, you know, single digit interceptions. Yeah. Then he's absolutely worth the money. Okay. If he if, you know, if he can maintain. And the trend seems to be that he's getting there. That's why I don't think they've paid him yet because sure. this is the year like they won't when, pay him. He, he's yeah. going to get franchised. You really you think that's I a do. done deal? What again, what if what if his year, let's say they go 11 and 5. Well, let's say he's lights out, like he's crazy. Yeah, he got the 11 and 5, 38 touchdowns, seven interceptions. He would have to be Aaron Rodgers-esque. Yeah. For me as a fan, not my money, I get that. Mm-hmm. But for me as a fan to be comfortable with my team paying him that kind of money. 
Because I only think certain quarterbacks are worth that kind of money. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Drew Brees. Tom Brady. Uh, not a lot. Derek Carr. Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. Roethlisberger. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Joe Flacco. Ooh. <laughs> well, that's the thing. <laughs> they have very similar careers. Yeah. Do you want to be paying Joe Flacco all that money? I also look at it this way. Does Flacco excite you? No. But here's the thing, like, yeah. you know, what are what are the what are the other options for the next 5 years? Great question. Thanks for asking. Yes. So, <laughs> and do they and do those options give them the Lions a better chance to win a Super Bowl? I have a feeling, and this is the only reason why. The the one thing that bothers me about Matt Stafford is I don't know how much is going on up top. I know at this point they're running a very basic offense. Yes. Like very basic. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's troublesome because the one in the NFL, you have to be more than basic. You have to be advanced. Like you, you have to run something advanced. The reason I like guys like Jake Rudock are one, he's very intelligent. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying Matt Stafford's stupid, but it's, but it's, been, but it's very clear that they're running the most basic offense ever. And, that Sean Payton's like right hand from an office and offensive standpoint was it Joe Lombardi? Yes, came to the Lions, and it was disastrous. It was, and from everything I understand, it's because he ran a very complicated offense, and that just didn't work. And so he got canned. But I don't necessarily know that it was his fault. I feel like there's a problem with like picking up what was going on in the offense. Yes, and not being fooled by safeties constantly. Hams all the time. So one thing the Lions do with Stafford is they wait to snap the ball until the clock is almost completely expired. The reason they do that is so the defense can't shift and confuse Matt Stafford. What the fuck? (laughs) Like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. You got Peyton Manning out there, like, calling his own shot. He's like, that guy's going to go over there. That guy's going to do that. All right, I got it. Right? Or Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers. I don't know about Roethlisberger. I mean, I think he's just like you. Go over there, perfect. Yeah. You know, like I, I he's, he's he's incredible Hulk school of uh, <laughs> football man, and that's there. okay. That's who he is. But the day I read that they had the they have they have to wait. This was this was Jim Bob Cooter's big invention, big big reinvention of the offense. Was they're running much shorter routes and they're not snapping the ball until the very last second, so the defense can't fool the quarterback. I think that's a problem. <laughs> then you got fucking Jake Rudock out there who had a great preseason. What was his line? You ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. Only played the first half. Okay. 13 to 21. All right. 142 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Okay. So do you subscribe to the notion? Have you considered this notion? Here we this go. Juicy notion. Yeah. Of how similar Matt Stafford is to Drew Bledsoe. Yes. I, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Of course I have. Yeah. Both number one overall picks. Mm-hmm. Bledsoe was, was Bledsoe 30 at that point in time when he got knocked out? Pretty close. Pretty yeah. close. Maybe yeah, just over 30. Age. Um, and then was replaced by a former fifth year senior quarterback, formerly of Michigan. Yeah. Who didn't, you know, who was uh, the 199th pick in the NFL draft. Jake Rudock was the 191st pick. Ah, so he's eight picks better than Tom Brady. He's eight what picks you're saying. Better. But there are similar... I'm not saying he's Tom Brady. There's similarities to the situation. Sure. And what I like about Rudock is he doesn't he doesn't take risks. And that's what I hate about Tom Brady at Michigan. 
I was a Drew Henson guy. I was like, get Henson in there. <laughs> Dick. Guy's got a rocket arm. Get him in there. But he made he made a lot of mistakes. Yeah, Specifically in that Michigan State game, Ugh. he got slaughtered. And then Tommy B comes in and he's like, guys, I got it. And I got he, it. He almost brought them back to win that game mm-hmm. and then kept the job the rest of the way. Yeah. The reason Tom Brady is really good at what he does is he does he makes he doesn't make mistakes. Mm-hmm. He plays mistake free football. What I saw yesterday, and it's preseason. I get that. But I also watched this Bill Belichick thing, and he was like, well, you know, Tom had a better preseason than Drew did, but he just didn't have enough experience for us to supplant Drew Bledsoe. Plus, he made a ton of money, and he, they just signed a huge yeah. deal. But the second he collapsed his lung or whatever happened when he got hit by the the dude from the Jets, Mo Williams, mm-hmm. it yeah. was in, they were like, sure, get in there. Right. So my thing is this. Matt Stafford's going to start. He's going to be the quarterback. If he breaks his finger again, like he did last year, he broke his finger, and our season completely went downhill. Yeah. And so you could say, well, that's a clear indication that the quarterback, like he's a good quarterback. He's, right. I would say maybe. I would say that they were losing most of the games they were in, and he came back to win them. And that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I'd rather be winning the games. Sure. Yeah, at the end of the day, uh, yeah. a win is a win. A win is a win. Conversely, you can say that there was no better option mm-hmm. last year because they weren't putting Dan Orlovsky in. Right. So Stafford plays the broken finger. All I'm saying is if Stafford hurts himself this year, I don't think they hesitate one second to put Jake Rudock into the game. I think you're game. probably right. Now, the question is, does he get his job back if Rudock's really good? Probably. I don't know. It depends on how good Rudock is. You know, yeah. I, I, I have to think that. Quinn's probably a guy who would just ride, right? You know, the winning quarterback. Um, I don't know. I mean, Quinn is pragmatic. Yeah. So I, I mean, I think, I think I think any other GM has already given Matt Stafford an extension. Yeah, I think you're in an interesting place. Yeah. as a fan, because yeah. I think that no, fans a weird word for me. Yeah, especially with Matt Stafford's involved. But go ahead. Well, just as a fan of the Lions, mm-hmm. I think you kind of have to get comfortable with the idea that Stafford has one year to earn a massive contract yeah. and two years to earn an okay contract. Sure. Like, like, you know, I mean, if they have to franchise him right. and they still, you know, is there a possibility that he earns no contract in your mind? Yeah. I will tell you that. I think there's a stronger possibility that he earns no contract than there than is a possibility. That yes. Interesting. Cause I don't think Bob Quinn's that is not his quarterback. Yeah. But he took over the team at that point in time. Matt Stafford's 32. But the the yeah, I mean the easiest best thing for the Lions yeah. would be if he's great. That's it. I get that. Yeah. yeah. It's asking a lot. <laughs> it is. This is the guy that threw like four interceptions against the Cardinals two years ago. Mm-hmm. We we can't forget that. No. And threw like a temper no, game he, from an he's, he's not uh, he's not perfect. Well, nobody's perfect. But what I'm asking for Tom Brady's kind of perfect. Tom Brady's pretty perfect. What I'm asking for, and he at least he started to do it, was to admit flaws. Mm-hmm. Right, because if he goes to the New England Patriots, and the second Bill Belichick yells, "If I got to go down the street and get Johnny fucking Foxborough from the local high school football team to make that throw, <laughs> what do I have you for?" What is his reaction to that? Yeah, does he get upset? You know, yeah. Where Tom Brady's like, "Got it," like I'm gonna go. That's the thing. Do I want the guy who's been in the league for like nine years and has yet to impress me? Because he had Calvin Johnson forever, 
and would throw 50-50 balls constantly? Or do I want the guy that was easily touted as their starter by fucking Jim Harbaugh? Like, that alone should tell you something. Sure. Harbaugh's like, you transferred from Iowa. And Harbaugh's like, you, you can start. Mm-hmm. I don't care about any of these guys. Right. Because it's Harbaugh. He's going to take the best player available. I don't know. There's just something to If Harbaugh was a head coach in the NFL, do you think he'd be more apt to take Jake Rudock or Matt Stafford? If he took over the lines today, which could happen, by the way. Sure. I mean, you got to think about that. Yeah, I... um. Because he's a very specific person. Yeah. I don't know. It's a hard question to answer. I think that the... I, I think he'd yeah, I think he'd have to pick Stafford. Okay. Yeah. I don't understand why people have to pick Stafford. Oh <laughs> yeah. I get it. I to, I get it. I'm just devil's advocate. Yep. I understand that I have a great disdain for the man. Get it. I get mm-hmm. it. And I at the end of the day, I want him to prove me wrong. Sure. Like I want him to come out and throw thirty eight touchdowns and five interceptions. Yeah, I want a badass quarterback. That'd be great. Because we play in a division with a badass quarterback. Mm-hmm. I'm sick of getting our heads kicked in. You mean Mike in. Glennon, right? Yes. <laughs> and I'm sick of getting our heads kicked in by Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. What's going on with Teddy Bridgewater? Does, I don't know. Does he exist anymore? Did he like... Well, one, they're tied. One, they're... they're it, the whole situation's weird because... Um, what's his name? Uh... No shoulders. <laughs> it's funny because I was going to call him close eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Bradford. Yes. There, he's kind of an albatross. Yeah. So there's a couple of schools that we just went through completion percentage. He had mm-hmm. the highest completion percentage in like the history of the NFL last year. Right. It's a skewed concept. Yes. Because he was throwing five yard out routes. Yeah. I mean, if you and I had a tennis ball and we right. were playing catch across the table, hundred percent. Uh, yeah. Um. I don't know. I mean, Bridgewater's coming back from a probably a two year injury. Mm-hmm. My guess is they're going to roll with Brantford. Yeah. That said, I don't know if Bridgewater's under contract past this year interesting so they may i i will tell you this as a head coach you really only get as a head coach and a gm right you really only get maybe a couple of years to prove yourself mm-hmm. i think zimmer is a hell of a coach and he's got a lot going on like with his eye and all that stuff i get that but i think he's like hey i gotta win i don't have time to wait and see what's gonna happen I don't have time for Teddy Bridgewater. Like, he just has to win. And he's coming off a very disappointing season where his touted, highly touted defense was pretty abysmal. And he just lost the greatest player in the history of the organization. Mm-hmm. Next to Chris Carter, probably. Yeah. Chris Carter's probably number one. Yeah. You um, know what Chris Carter did, right? Catch touchdowns. All he did is catch touchdowns. Hated every one of them. <laughs> hate Chris Carter. Um, I'm finally becoming Whoa. okay with the <laughs> I'm finally becoming okay with the Vikings. Because Chris Carter's been retired long now. Yeah. But for the longest time, I hated the Vikings because of Chris Carter. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I mean, look, the other, the other guys in the division don't scare me. You're not afraid of the Packers? No, no, I'm the other guys. Okay. Yeah. I was say. The other guys. So yeah. the, what's, what's going on with the Bears, I think we all know that. What we, if Glennon and Trubisky can play at the same time <laughs> with two balls? Do they scare you then? No. Nah. I think Trubisky's probably going to start at some point. I think so, too. I mean, Glennon, look terrible yeah like you i asked you were you watching you said <laughs> saw some highlights of him dirt and some balls yeah it's like i was like you know what i get it i'm not six foot four right but i could throw that ball <laughs> <laughs> like, that well, guy's making 16 million dollars a year like you pay me 90k right i'll stand back there and throw balls in the dirt i got it <laughs> yeah i think you know 
so that situation, Trubisky's going to start at some point. I don't think that team's going to be very good. Uh, I think John Fox is probably just like holding down, holding down that seat mm-hmm. for as long as he can. He's probably going to be out of there. Um, you know, the Vikings, if they figure out their defense, could be good. Sure. Um, they have, um, what's his name from Florida State, uh, the running back? Delvin Cook. Delvin Cook, mm-hmm. who I think is going to be great. Yeah. Um, so that could be good for them. Because if Bradford limits mistakes and keeps throwing high percentage short routes, they could be a good team. Yeah. I think the Packers are maybe one of the worst coach teams in football. Ah. <laughs> uh, I think Mike McCarthy clearly has had a lot of issues with coaching. Um, is he the offensive coordinator? Is he not the offensive coordinator? Who is the offensive coordinator? The answer is Aaron Rodgers, right? Like, yeah, just embrace that. That he he won't embrace it, and I think that's the problem. I think he wants to be. They got the reason they're good, but Aaron Rodgers is the reason they're good. So yes, absolutely, yeah. I mean, they got blown out by the Atlanta Falcons last year in the playoffs. Um, they have old Jordy Nelson back. I mean, mm-hmm. Jordy's like forty, so. I, I don't know. I don't know what that team, but they have Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. So you're so excited. I'm very excited. You're just glowing. <sighs> you look like a. I mean, I did watch a whole half of football of Jay Fru- Jake Rudock and Kenny Galladay. Yeah. Kenny Dal- Galladay looks incredible. Cool. Yeah. That's exciting. That's, that guy's amazing. Mm-hmm. That guy's like a gazelle. It, it was like watching, it was like watching like a, like a, a zebra, you know, run past like a elephant on the field. And they're just <laughs> like catching everything around him. Uh, I'm super excited. Yeah. I'm ready for the NFL season. I think, yeah, let's... Um, Next. I think we're probably two weeks away from a big-time preview. Yeah, we can do that. Two we'll, weeks away. Yeah. We'll probably have some more disgusting stuff to talk about next week of the NFL. Sure. Happens every week. Yep. We'll yeah. Hard Knocks episode two. Mm-hmm. And get uh, a little college football. I'll have another preseason game to rip apart, yep. so that's going to be good. Yeah. I'm going to guess another interception. That's just my call. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> my favorite... My last gripe. My favorite thing is the guy played th- had three throws. One was an interception. Everyone's like, "Yeah, he was okay." They hooked him as soon as it was done. Yeah. So again, I have I have trouble. Um, love watching Jake Rudock though. I think it's gonna be good. Yeah, I'm excited for the NFL season. I'm waiting for some sort of punctured lung somewhere along the way. We'll what, see what uh, what's the over under on the number of times Matt Stafford's gonna be your heel? Oh God! Uh, how many? There's 16 games. Yeah, uh, 17. 17. <laughs> 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 in the bye week he's do you remember how mad i was at his performance two years ago yeah that i was like just run it in reverse and take jared goff yeah and which again i don't know that jared goff is gonna be a bad quarterback mm-hmm. yeah you know i wasn't saying take Dak prescott no but nobody was nobody saying was, take, no. the guy's name is De- rain dakota that's his full name <laughs> i would never say take a guy named rain dakota um but i there's credence here sure the downside is that Detroit Lions fans are are in a in a desert searching for water, right? Like they're in a drought. And it's been going on for a long time, and any semblance of of like successful person on that team will make them lose their shit. Yes. He just happens to be the person I hate the most in the world. Got it. So, that's where we're at. Got it. He saw a lot of balls to Calvin Johnson. Yeah. 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 If Calvin Johnson wasn't there catching those balls, does anyone catch it? No. Okay. No. It's just... On the other team. Yeah. Maybe. We got it. Maybe. Um, that's Angry Courts rant. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's good. My friends who are Lions fans aren't going to like this. Don't care. 
Um, that is going to wrap it up for us tonight. But before we get out of here, Chris, where can people find us? Yeah, follow us on Facebook. You can like us there as Salute Your Sports. You can defriend Court <laughs> and still like us there. Please do. You uh, can, yes. Yeah, yeah please do. Uh, Twitter, we're there, at Salute Your Pod. When he ends up on the Dallas Cowboys, you can refriend me. Yes. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> we'll get a first-round pick. It's going to be great. Uh, at Salute Your Pod on Twitter, website, saluteyoursports.net, and subscribe, rate, and review on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. If... Dak Prescott gets injured, and Tony Romo is locked into a contract where he can't. He's literally locked in the booth. Yeah, and the Cowboys come to the Lions and say, "We'll give you two first round picks for Matt Stafford." A hundred percent. If they give you one first round pick, mm, probably not. First and the third. First and the third next year's draft. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna wrap it up for us. And with that. We salute you, Gerald McCoy. Ah, Gerald McCoy. Samurai version. (laughs) Samurai version. (laughs) Gentlemen, to Weevil.